gentlemen, direct from a record-breaking two million years at the bottom of the evolutionary ladder, let's hear it for... Three o'clock parade. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to the three o'clock parade. I am drunk at Disney here in Orlando, and I can't really tell where she is. Somewhere in Southwest Florida, I think I is Rihanna. Are mm-hmm. you here? I am here. So somehow we, I know you're not at your house yet. Somehow we still have crickets. <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to be sensitive to Mark because uh, sharing one hotel room with another human being and two cats can be a bit crowded. So I am sitting in my car with the windows open <laughs> so I don't suffocate. What? Well, True story. This is a first one. This is a first. Wow. So Rihanna is coming from her car. <laughs> I'm Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, there in Southwest Florida. And of course, way out in San Diego, California, home of Comic Con this weekend, it's Ooh. Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yes. Woo-hoo. I pick up my press pass tomorrow. Oh my god, you're legit. I am legit. I actually got a notice, like, there's, like, after hours events that we got invited to and drinking parties. I'm like, I don't think you guys realize what you're doing when you're invited to a drinking mm. party. Three o'clock parade after dark. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be good. I hope I make it. I hope I'm alive next week. Oh my gosh. So right now, if you could pinpoint what's the number one thing that you've seen that's coming that you're most excited for? Um... Oh, that's the thing. So, like, most of the Disney-related stuff, there's there's no real information out except for, you know, that they're going to be here. Um, what I'm actually really excited about is, and we may have a new um, co-host. What? But, right? So, we have... I didn't sign off on this. Yeah, you should have yeah. run this by us first. Uh, there's there's yeah. a lot We're of shit team, that I just Motherfucker. Do. So, uh, I, I actually have guys... Scott, the Disney Cruise Line blog, here in my house right now. We can bring in if you want somebody new, we can bring him in. No, so I don't know if you guys know who the uh, her universe is. Uh, she does a lot of like the Star Wars and Marvel dresses that they sell. Oh, in the so she's also oh, drunkies familiar with the dresses, huh? Yeah, so she's also I, heard, I said her, I heard her, and I got oh, excited. Jesus. Yeah, sure. She's the voice of um, some of the characters in Star Wars that they have on Disney Channel. Either way, we got invited to their fashion show, which is normally a, a big deal just to even get into. So, And then we're also sitting in on a panel That's interview with her. Said. And uh, a friend of mine who was really into that uh, said that she would be our fashion consultant uh, and has a whole list of like Disney-related questions ready to ask. Wait if, a minute. If so we, we have this person that. actually wants to be involved with us? Hmm, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this so, is good news, Skip. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. What kind We're of gonna... lies did you tell her? I told her no lies. I spoke the truth and I'm telling you. It lies. Telling you. We've getting we this is <laughs> this is we're getting some interesting people involved in the parade. I love it. Yeah. The the parade family continues to grow. Um you have to update that website, I guess. Yeah, if you haven't checked over at 3oClockParade.net, you can see the list of characters in the 3 O'Clock Parade continues to grow as more and more people come on board and discover kind of what we're all about. 
Um, I think we just need to jump right into it. Go back to Rhiannon real quick. Can you just real quick give a quick update on what happened to you over the weekend and why you're in your car and not your home? Okay, sure. Um, let's see. Oh, where to start? Um, how long do I have? Because this could I can make this like the long version or the short version. You got a minute and a half. Okay, that's not going to cover it. Um, <laughs> so as most of Twitter now knows, um, Colin was throwing a quote-unquote surprise party for Mr. Monkey for his birthday. And that was occurring this past Saturday. And right. I was invited, obviously. And I... Which I knew that you were invited. What? Which I knew you were invited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I initially was not going to go. And, you know... We could say it was because of the incident that happened at the Coca-Cola store. But honestly, there was also some scheduling conflicts. I was just in Orlando the weekend prior. Plus, I had another party to go to that Saturday. So, I wasn't going to go. Next thing you know, Mark's flight from Minneapolis to come home Friday was totally fucked up. And he was going to be trapped in the Atlanta airport for like eight hours. And so, he decided, you know what? Screw it. He canceled his connection, rented a car, drove to Orlando, and so I took out of work an hour early, drove up there, and we were going to surprise everybody, including you, Yeah, I had no by idea. showing up. You had no idea. So only Colin and his wife knew that I was showing up with Mark at this party. So we had gotten a hotel, we went to dinner, came back to the hotel, we're just about to, you know, call it a night when Mark's looking at his phone, and he has now had like five missed calls from an unknown number. And it called again. And he's thinking, what the fuck telemarketing bullshit is this at like 11.30 p.m. on a Friday? And they weren't leaving voicemails. So he finally answers, ready to tell this person off. And they say, oh, it's the police department. We're at your house. And he's like, bullshit. Even then, he was like convinced it was a prank call. He's like, prove it. And so they kind of started describing our house. And he's like, okay, tell me more. So it turns out a drunk driver ran into our house which you know sounds bad enough as it is and so we thought okay you know maybe the doors would busted what have you nah uh this dude in a full-on chevy silverado drove into our house pretty much the entire length of the silverado was parked in our dining room and at that point it was like okay have you found the cats um, and so they said that, yes, the fire department had found both cats wow. and locked in one of the bedrooms. And at this point we're like, okay, fine. We're coming home. So we packed up, grabbed some coffees, hit the road. We got back to the house at three forty-five Saturday morning expecting, I'm like, you know, I don't care. Screw it. I'll sleep there. Well, the power company had already come out and tore the meter off the side of the house. So no power. And the fire department was basically calling it a condemned building because one of the, like, you know, main structural uh, load-bearing walls had basically been knocked out of place. And so they were concerned with the roof getting in. So, yeah, we smuggled the cats into a Holiday Inn for the weekend and then transferred to a different hotel once our insurance got involved and found a pet-friendly solution. And so here we are living at a hotel for the week until the rental people have put us in a different house temporarily and we're going to find another place to live because it's going to be many, many months before this place is inhabitable again. So there you have that it, kids. unbelievable. Bonkers. Don't drink and drive. It really is. Seriously. Yeah. yeah and in I case love you're that. wondering, 
case you're wondering, this is the guy's third DUI. He's had more than 30 moving violations and tickets. Uh, he's also a wife beater. And he was just in court that Friday to actually clear up a ticket and clear his license. And then I guess decided to celebrate by going out and getting loaded and driving into our house. Jesus. Congratulations to that guy. Yeah, Thanks. big week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing that came out of it is I got to give credit to my buddy Dan, Crimson Tide Dan, who brought it up that Mark was actually interviewed by the news. And <laughs> yeah. he had a very well-publicized interview. And I did, we just really feel that he, and Dan pointed out, couldn't he, he at least throw in a few plugs for the three o'clock parade podcast or the drinking at Disney book? Well, you know, he doesn't have his ask Sarah boner t-shirt, so he couldn't have been wearing that at the that time. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's, ah, oh, damn it. Dear uh. news. While we're talking about drinking, let's talk about this book. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah, speaking Probably of drinking. Probably would have been a bad so, segue. As, as the video that I saw where they're interviewing them starts, they're kind of just panning through the house. And I hear, <laughs> and I hear him say, that can't be replaced. What was it? It looked like a poster or a picture. Oh, he has like an antique, like original uh, War Bonds poster. Oh, yeah, so that the frame got busted and tore the poster. So no. I mean, I guess you could tape it, but yeah, no. It's kind of funny because the the two rooms that the truck drove through um, actually housed all of my antiques. <laughs> so I, on the plus side, you know, it's not like I have to replace my entire wardrobe or I have to like buy a new kitchen or or God forbid they hit the Disney room. Ooh, um, that's what I was actually yeah. worried about. I know, right? <laughs> no, the Disney collectibles were in a, a far away room, thankfully. Um, however, oh, Would you have was... been more pissed, though? Scott, Disney Cruise Line, Scott asked asked me, he goes, <laughs> how pissed would she have been if he came, she came home and he was helping himself to Elsa? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Elsa was fine. Elsa was good. But, uh, yeah, so all my antiques that I've been collecting for the last decade are pretty hurt. Which also sucks when you consider the whole insurance situation because, like, how do you – so you can't just be like, all right, bookcase, eh, desk. It's like, well, it's an antique desk. It's an antique table. It's an antique lamp. How do you – whatever. Sorry. That back scratcher actually Stupid detail. Yeah. That is a collector back scratcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you had quite the week. Uh, this will come up again because there are quite a few ass sour boners, both serious Bring and not it. serious, That's fun. Uh, coming up later. Um, let's get to a few uh, quick items. We were questioning whether this was still going to happen, but it's been announced officially by Disney. Pizza Rizzo is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Pizza Rizzo. This, it's a Pizza Rizzo. What do we Pizza Rizzo? Any thoughts on this? Because I've... I'm I'm glad it's still happening, and I had no doubts, but I'm happy to see it's coming. A lot of talk came about its logo. <laughs> yeah, I think the logo looks like, like every other trashy, like generic pizza box, but with Rizzo. So it made me laugh. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I thought it was cool. I haven't seen it, but it sounds cool. So the real question is: Will it have? Will it literally be the exact same setup? Yeah. Just with. Muppets paintings and Muppets hanging from the wall instead of uh, 
Buzz Lightyear aliens, or will they actually make better people? Any thoughts on I, that? Any well, predictions? I think the question should be, which do you care more about? If they do a really good job at the theming of it, or if the pizza is actually edible? I mean, obviously we would love both, but if you of had course, to choose. If I had to pick? If you had to choose, would you want stupid half-assed theming and good pizza, or awesome immersive theming and the same shitty pizza? I my answer is almost always great immersive theming. That to me is <laughs> yeah. I can get great pizza. I can get great pizza. Well, maybe not around here, but you can get good pizza <laughs> in elsewhere. But Disney is what I why I go to Disney is for the immersive. If I had to pick one or the other, I'm taking an awesome retheme that looks great, and that's what made me hate Toy Story because it had neither. The Toy Story <laughs> theming was terrible, and the pizza was terrible. Yeah. The only thing I used to like about the old toys, uh, Toy Story was that they used to have Daytona. Daytona. Oh, that's always fun to race people. Yeah, so I wasn't even there for the pizza or the branding. I just really wanted to play Daytona. Uh, Ooh, but, will the will the video games still be there? Right. I feel like you have to have at least a sit down Miss Pac Man if it's a good pizzeria and a Galaga. Agreed. Agreed. It still says. Uh, this is what it says here in the Disney blog. Um, Imagineering had hid hints of Rizzo, his extended family and friends, so he's going to be all throughout the two-story quick-service dining location. In addition, um, guests will be able to dine in a quote-unquote cheesy banquet room or take five, a special booth designated just for Rizzo's celebrity friends. Huh. So they're going to make it look like a pizzeria, which is kind of cool, as opposed to whatever the old pizza planet was supposed to look like. Most important question... What beers will they have? Bud Light, Miller Light. They'll Come have damn it! No, they'll have something. No, they'll have Bud Light, obviously, but they will have the DHS um, quick service restaurants. Have always had another option, also on top of that. Um, so they'll have something. Tire. Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If it's gonna be a good pizzeria, though, don't they have to serve beer in pitchers? Oh my god, that would be awesome. Yeah, and even if, you know, because pizzerias, that's what you get. You get a pitcher of beer for the table. Oh, man. My mind is officially blown. That sounds so good. Are you, Speaking are you driving of... away? No, the car next to me is out. <laughs> She's out. She's like, I'm out, She's out of here. here. I'm going to go get a pitcher of beer and a pizza. No, uh, yeah. Man, it's nope. gone. Still sitting um, in my car. <laughs> I feel like a homeless person. For dinner tonight, I had a fucking mango that I picked from a neighbor's street. Yeah. Someone's going to come. Someone from the hotel is going to come out there and go, ma'am, you either have to rent a room or drive away. I can't sit here in the parking lot. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of, of that, Skipper, speaking, uh, you said you enjoyed, not only did you enjoy the new Star Wars trailer for Rogue One, but it gave you wood. No. <laughs> What kind? Like teak, mahogany. Oh, it was maple. It was some good oak. hard oak. Well, yeah, I had some oak going on. But then you saw the poster, and it went away. And you lost it. Oh, the poster bad. looks like if they gave some high school, like if like if somebody's grandmother said, "Oh, my grandson's good at computers," <laughs> and they just gave him a bunch of Star Wars clip art, and this kid just was all like, "I need a beach." And I'm going to put a Death Star. And then these guys are going to be fighting. Oh, it's a t- 
We gotta get some X-Wings and some smoke trails. It's gonna be so cool. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's so bad. It, I mean, yeah. it's just, it looks just half-assed. Which makes Rhiannon happy, probably. A little bit. I think anybody that has any respect for good design would oh. not be happy with that. Because it's like, you Fine. know whoever... Well, you got to figure whoever's working in that marketing department has to be making some pretty decent money. And whoever mm. approved it is making even more. Oh. So and basically everyone's fucking stupid. I don't know about stupid. Whoever dealt with that poster, yes. It's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Skipper Dick Ritchie I officially is excited. just my first beer. Because the Halloween fireworks are coming to Disneyland when they said they were not? We oh said boy. they were. We, as a podcast, said they would be there, though. Yeah, well, of course. We're, we Factual are always going to be right. Well, because we're fucking awesome. Yeah, we, oh, we, we're sure paying I attention. Think. We have our finger on the pulse of the Disney community. Is that what I have my finger on? <laughs> I feel a heartbeat. I don't know what it is. Fuck me. But yes, uh, I agree. We did say that. But um, and let's see if I can play Pokemon while I do this. Oh my god! The, the headless horseman is making his way back to Disneyland Resort. Yeah, he hasn't. You know the the way he like bolts down Main Street and cuts through Frontierland and all that stuff that he does in Walt Disney World with the Magic Kingdom. He hasn't done that here in forever. So the fact that they're bringing him back. Sure, it's like the first time in forever. Oh, it's the first yes. time ever. Yes. Rhiannon with the Frozen quote. I love it. What? It's very exciting. I can't Who has a ballroom with no balls? Code. What? No, hmm? um, balls. Scale of 1 to 10, how disappointed are you? How disappointed are you that the NBA is not coming to Disney Springs? Zero. Cares. Yeah, that came Woo! out too. That the NBA is not coming. I agree. Love it. That's no right. NBA. That's actually so, really what's... good. That's good news, right? That's so, what do you news. think? Is there a chance they might actually ever update Disney Quest, or is that? Do you think that's a done deal? Mm. I think it's a done yeah, deal. Yeah, fuck that. Unless you can make it a Pokemon Center. Um. They have some fans. I was talking to Colin <laughs> um, over the weekend, and and I'm just using this anecdotally as there are people. He's like. It was my. It was his favorite place <laughs> at Disney. One of his I, favorite places. I used to love Disney Quest. I used to love Colin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny, dude. The uh, the like bumper cars where you got to like put the soccer ball in and shoot it at other people. Yeah. That was great. At one uh, point, they had these little miniature um, safari trucks that kind yeah. of went under. That was amazing with little video cameras cool. on it. The uh, whitewater rafting that nobody could figure out how to actually do, so you just kind of bounce around for 10 minutes. Fun. That's what he said. And the 80s video games. Oh, the 80s video games, so good. And yeah, then they had so. that weird alien encounter, like virtual reality. That <clears throat> you just kind of but hit really, what, what could replace NBA? What, what could replace you know Disney Quest? I can't really. The one thing that could would have been Splitsville. But it's already there. <laughs> well, I, and we mm. talked about this, and I think we could still do it. Or they could still do it. If they basically clear out one side of the wall, they could make it a multi-layered driving range. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And you just swing into, like, nets or projected whatever. Oh, it would be so much fun. Yeah, there is one of those coming think... to Orlando. So if it, if it takes off, it could happen. There's one coming but... called Top. Top Golf or something like that, and it's coming. Do you think that would really make enough money to 
justify that location? More than Disney Quest. Um, well, Tusha. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, the average bucket of balls sell some yeah. beers, but the footage you have, and so much of the footage would have to be taken up by the nets and everything, and so, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that it would be cool. Like, I mean, it's it's a hundred and something dollars to play golf at Disney anyway. But I, if you paid thirty dollars for a bucket of balls and then another twenty dollars for a pitcher, you know, for half price, you can go get drunk at Downtown Disney, knock some balls around, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then, I don't. Can you explain that to me? So there's these things called balls. I just okay. want somebody Pokemon? to go in and either. Put Disney Quest out of its misery. No, oh, please. Shut it down or fix it. Hey, right I know now, a guy this is terrible. With a Shelby Silver, Silver, Silverado. I think he's detained for like a few years, but. <laughs> There's a great SR motor coming up that's right down that alley. I can't right. wait. Um, quick thing another about Disney Springs the Polite Pig is coming. It's the first time that sort of an Orlando based company is coming. They have a restaurant in Winter Park called Ravenous Pig. So more yeah. restaurants coming to Disney Springs. So this is quick service though. Oh. Oh. I. El quick service Oh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize so, that because I read. Well, I sent you the link to it and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I just speed read it and I didn't actually see that. Okay. Yep. Um, the, as far as I can tell from what it's being saying is it's going to be actually um, uh, like quick service. So should have some really interesting dishes. Something that, different. Is that what makes it polite? Possibly. Yeah. You're very, you have to be very polite. It says they're mm. calling it fast casual. So that mm. makes uh, that. So that'll be cool. Um, so that'll be neat. Something new. More new stuff coming to Disney Springs, which is, I mean, we were the, I was there this week, and we're going to get to this in a minute. I went over, I met with um, Steve Schussler from the Boathouse and their team over there and got a chance to really talk Boathouse with the Boathouse and just yeah. how many new restaurants are coming. And um, it's, it's, it's borderline ridiculous how many there are right now. So, spoiler alert, do you still stand with Boathouse? I do. Yeah, trust yes. me. If I didn't, right. if, I st- if I stood with Boathouse before... Learning more about the boathouse, I actually stand with them. It cleared up a lot of questions. There's always been questions, and I can get to it a little bit right around the when I play the interview. But um, you know, who owns it? Who runs it? Where does the food come from? Is it really Rainforest Cafe with boats? That kind of thing. So, pretty nice. cool. Um, but ravenous pig time. And let's see, anything else of note? Um, they released some 45th anniversary merchandise. Are you guys excited for the 45th of Magic Kingdom and the Walt Disney World Resort? I haven't even seen the merchandise. Is it cool? Let's see. I'm looking at WDW News today, and they do have quite a bit. A lot of blue, which I like. Uh, a lot of blue. It's got like uh, some castle, what like shade a shade of blue. Uh, it's like a uh, Carolina. A little bit Duke? darker than Carolina. A li- mm. somewhere between the two, actually. Mm. I was going to say it's not the same color TV. as the 60th anniversary blue, is it? That they're using for Disneyland. Yeah. Because if all they did was recycle it and change the number, that'd be awesome. There's two different styles, it looks like. There's one, they're going to have Magic Kingdom-related merchandise for 45th. And then, of course, there's going to be Walt Disney World that has the features, the D. (laughs) You know, the cool (laughs) D, the D with the uh, globe (laughs) in the middle. um, 45 doesn't do it for me. When it gets to 50, then I'll pay attention. 
45th anniversary, what's exciting? I mean, that to me, that's not that yeah. big of a deal. What, what uh, anniversary is that? Lead? For 45th? Apparently, it's yeah. D. What do, you <laughs> get? what do you get at the 45th anniversary? You just get some D. You get some D. fucking D. Rhiannon's really ready for that 45th anniversary. <laughs> Good news. Chase Lounge is returning for food and wine. That's the one thing I really do enjoy going up there to that Chase Lounge. Really? Yeah. I like it. It's a great stop on the back. It's indoors, air conditioning. <laughs> Go up. <laughs> what? Great stop on the back. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to back. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it, to me, it's a nice little bonus, and you can sit down, charge your phone. I always buy a drink in there, but then they always have the Coke Freestyle also. It's a neat thing. Um, I wouldn't call it outrage of the week that we said, but it's just bitterness of the week. Homecoming does not have a vegan menu. Who's oh upset God, about this? Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I read some like tweets where people were complaining because, you know, the fried chicken has chicken in it. Or oh no, right? I'm all like, I'm like, you're going to a place that's known for being, you know, like fried chicken and comfort food, and of course yeah. it's gonna have. So, okay, so quick question, just for clarification. You say doesn't have a vegan menu. So when you say that, I think doesn't have a vegan menu. Or do you mean doesn't even have a vegan dish? I think it's that they're, like, the full, like, the the items that I saw that they wanted to order didn't even, or came with things that, like, like the Hush Puppies, I guess, have ham in them. And most people... Well, they should be... Hush puppies should be fucking boiled in bacon fat, so it's fine. Right. But... <laughs> you know, I so guess it's I, stuff like that. I just meant, like, so if you're a vegan and you show up there and you're like, oh, where's my vegan menu? And they say, sorry, we don't have one. Well, but we have three dishes for you. Or is it, sorry, please leave. Or no, have a cocktail. I'm sure they can go for a salad. Yeah. And okay. a cocktail. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it just it just seemed kind of you know people were complaining because they didn't have a vegan menu and I don't know if that's yeah. the place, you know that's like going to like steak like I went to SDK and I can't believe they were they were serving beef <laughs> of course they are anybody else get the feeling from speaking of SDK that that's the one that's not going to work out. Of all these, it just feels like that's the um, one that's not going to work out. Are you getting that feeling or no? I wouldn't say that I get that feeling, but I would say that if that happens, I would not care. I think if they were to, like, go to be, like, a really good steakhouse and kind of get rid of, like, being a club, then they would probably yeah. be better off. I feel that's but even then, the, even then, the prices, I mean, and this is Disney we're talking about, and their prices, I'd rather go to Yachtsman or La Salier anywhere i mean because even just expensive. among the new places i see people that are just they people that are going and are at least enjoying or and really talking great about homecoming i've seen the same thing about frontera that people really like certain things i see you know um all the new places even the the quick service like the burger place and then there's uh, but i just have never seen any excitement at all about stk I just, it's the one place I don't see any excitement for. Morimoto gets a lot of excitement. Some people don't like it, but uh, but uh, but it's still getting a lot of a lot of buzz. I don't see anything about SDK. <laughs> so, anyways, I was just curious if you guys caught that too, or if it was just me. I, 
Please go. No, I just, I didn't, I haven't heard any rumors of it maybe failing, but I agree with you. I have not heard also, or in contrast, anybody being super pumped about it, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard anything about it going down or anything. I just meant, like, I think it feels yeah. like the one that isn't, it, it isn't, it isn't clicking yeah, it's like not, everything else. it's not generating the same buzz. Yeah. So, anyway. Um... Speaking of buzz, one thing that happened, Rhiannon, you mentioned the party for Mr. Monkey over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I, I, I talked to Mr. Monkey, and I mm. told him what I think might help to get back in your good graces. He wanted to come on the show and either sing a song or explain his side of the story. I said, no, you don't need to come on the show to explain your side of the story. What you need to do is record your best mm-hmm. apology and play it for Rhiannon. Okay. And let her decide if that's enough. So what he did is he did send right. a, a a apology to Skipper okay. to Critchie, and he's he's ready to play it. So any any reason just, he didn't send it to me? Well, uh, we, we wanted you to be surprised. Okay. okay. We wanted your actual gut reaction to mm-hmm. hearing this. Okay. So, Skipper, whenever you're ready, go ahead and let's hear Mr. Monkey's heartfelt apology. All right. Be prepared for four. What the hell was that? Uh, the car next to me is back. Very nice. <laughs> we prepared for 43 seconds of apology. Graveling. Yep. How long is it, Skipper? 43 seconds. 43 seconds. Uh, already I'm not impressed. for longer. Already, yeah. already not impressed. Okay. Here we go. Silence, please. <clears throat> Hello. This is fourth place winner of Drunkie's Amazing Race, Mr. Monkey. And I have come on air to publicly apologize for my actions. Last week, I publicly dissed and dismissed fame author and podcast personality Rhiannon. I caused her great humiliation and sorrow. I made no justification for my actions. The Coca-Cola store will forever be tainted in my eyes, and the third floor hallway will always be a place of great shame for myself. Uh I hope Rhiannon and the community at large are able to forgive my actions because it takes a strong person to say sorry and an even stronger person to forgive. Thank you for your time. Reaction. Um, it sounds like one of those, like, Taliban, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, hostage situation type deals where they're like, please read this message to the press to let them know that we have now converted you to... ISIS, and you now have come around to our point of view. Wow! So I don't know. Yeah, I thought not, it felt so like you're not, you're not buying. Oh, it sounds like there is someone off in the distance holding a gun to his head, saying, "Please read this message." I and like, I could... if it were videotaped, we would be looking for like eye blinkings for Morse code, saying like, "Here is my location. Please send help." I thought it kind of sounded like a Mad Libs. Like, <laughs> you know, apology. Like, it's all written out, and then he's all like, I want to say I'm really sorry to Rhiannon, like Shannon. It has been a terrible time that I was at the Coca Cola store. Like, yeah, totally pre. Oh. It's a Do premix. You... It was premix. Like premix. Freshly poured. Did you like that he let off with the fact that he was praising himself being Drunkie's Amazing Race fourth place winner? Well, or that he was basically challenging me because, oh, it. It takes a strong person to apologize, but a stronger one to forgive. Like it's on me. He's begging. He's I, I, I feel bad for Monkey. 
I think we should. I, well, I don't know. Hey, hey, I was. I feel like ready. the first half was better than the second half. I was ready to forgive so him. The first twenty-one seconds were the better. First I showed up in Orlando strong. to go to his party, and the universe said, "Nope, go home." Fucking universe. Okay. Well, so just to sum that up, Rhiannon, uh, buying that apology or selling? Oh, he's selling it big time, and I'm not sure it's in my price range right now. Oh shit! Wow. You're not you're not picking yeah. up what he's putting down. Did you hear? This week, he did the exact same thing to Danny at This Florida Life. Yes! (laughs) I saw that, and I replied, welcome to my world. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So he's he's becoming a habitual offender. Yeah. And, And he didn't even blame Pokemon that time. I don't know. I don't know. So does it sound like... Now, well, I got to bring up one last thing about Mr. Monkey, and then he, he brings this up in an SR boner. I don't have it in front of me right now, but at first I, I asked the question, how are we gonna, how do we blame your crash of your house on Mr. Monkey? And he mm-hmm. brings up a point, though. Because of his party, he, he, he wants to know, did he save your life by having you in Orlando when it happened? Mm-hmm. Okay. If we're going to go down this road, I would have to say... I think that Southwest Airlines saved my life. Because if Mark's flight hadn't been fucked up, we would not have been in Orlando. We would have been home. Okay. So we're going to thank Southwest Airlines. Airlines And not so sorry, Mr. Monkey, that you're not getting credit for that one. And they even gave Mark a $200 voucher. So saved our lives and 200 bucks toward a flight somewhere. Nice. Can we blame George Lucas by any chance for this? Ooh, well. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. <laughs> Wait, what about Shanghai? Are we done with that? That's over. Yeah, we, we've, we've okay. we're past that. Okay. Some kid did post a. I saw it on the regular media today. Somebody oh. was some kid, some YouTube blogger posted a bunch of really bad guest behavior from Shanghai, and it was kind of like mm-hmm. a whole thanks Shanghai over again. Basically, everybody's just. Pushing each other around, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's not a lot of personal space. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it is that, that's where it did look like some cultural differences popped in. Uh, yeah. I actually have a little bit of Shanghai news. Ooh, oh. I can tell. Well, going to that whole guest thing, uh, I was talking to a relative of somebody that has a lot to do with the planning and execution of Shanghai, and they were telling me that. According to their sons, they would be surprised if anything is left in a year. <laughs> After seeing how how, uh, how the crowd reacted during its first week of opening. Uh, that everybody out there is just ripping things apart. That it's really, really I, bad. I find that hard to believe in two different aspects. One, that it's that bad. And two, that if it is that bad, that people on the planning side of things wouldn't have first seen that. I mean, I understand that Disney is not a Chinese company, but obviously they dealt with many, many Chinese people in building Disneyland Shanghai. And so they must have understood some aspects of the culture and therefore planned around that operationally. So, yeah. Well, what I saw this, this video I saw, it had some of that too, that one of them was like a, a queue line and you know how there's like they'll have a fence and then there'll be a, a little setup like where uh, 
Like, let's just think of Splash Mountain, and that'd be like kind of like it'd have a bunch of of uh, farming equipment and little carrots set up, like a little garden off on the side that you're not supposed to go to. There were like people just all over it, yanking on the carrots and and pulling the the forks and you know the the pitchforks and everything. Just really are kind of attacking the sets. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what they were saying. They were saying that like. They, you know, they did understand that that's something that they've never had over there before. So they tried to plan a little bit for it, but they they built it the same way they would anything else here. So there's there's just this whole, um, you know, disregard. I don't I don't even want to say disrespect because I don't think that it's being disrespectful. Right. I just think that the people that are going that aren't used to the way things are like that are, you know, they're running around doing whatever they yeah. want, wherever they want, like they probably do everywhere else. Yeah, it almost needs to be kind of like the way they do at Universal and SeaWorld where they put the props behind glass and stuff. Right. So basically what you're saying is Universal guests. A lot of a lot of their main stuff is is definitely, there's more, there's more physical barriers, it seems like, to sort of like make it obvious that you're, or make it impossible to touch things, uh, at least from my, from my experience. But, but well, anyways... How- how are they handling that as far as just human interaction with cast members? I mean, are there cast members that are trained to go up to them politely, respectfully saying, excuse me, please step away, stay on the side of the barrier? In these videos, there was none of that. Hmm. So I don't know. But um, just interesting. I, I, I don't I, – I think – yeah, I think saying that there's going to be nothing left in a year is going to be – but it, it, you never know. It could cause – and I just think a lot of it comes from the – it's just really – it's like it, it appears like it's really busy, and it's like New Year's Eve every day. Yeah, or that's, that's the kind of behavior. Way. Like if it was New Year's Day every day at Walt Disney World, this kind of stuff would be taking place nonstop. Also, it's just that mentality of like craziness. So, I just think it's a different, a different feel, possibly. So, anyways, 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 yeah. um. Well, I did get a chance to uh, go to the boathouse. It was a really cool opportunity. Steve Schussler, I learned a lot about after I found out um, that I was meeting with him um, because they said, um, and I get a chance to interview him. She said, would you like to interview Steve Schussler? He's the guy that started Rainforest Cafe and started T-Rex Cafe and Yak and Yeti and Hot Dog Hall of Fame over at Universal. And, of course, where I stand, and I believe the entire podcast stands, with Boathouse. So it was really a Amen. cool opportunity to talk to the Boathouse folks, Steve. And also part of the interview you're going to hear is the executive chef. Their kitchen is amazing, and we talk about that. Um, and so we just wanted to play that here and then talk a little bit about it. All right, I'm here in the beautiful Boathouse, about to stand with Boathouse, with Mr. Boathouse, Steve Schussler. So thanks so much for uh, joining with me here, Steve. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> we're, we're excited about uh, meeting you. Your reputation uh, uh, precedes you. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. Um, when I knew I was going to meet with you, I started looking online a little bit, and I saw that this website, City Pages, called you the Walt Disney of theme restaurants. Thank Did you ever see that? Yes, I have, and <laughs> it, it, it's the biggest compliment I could possibly get. Uh, he's he's my hero. Uh, I consider him a superhero. Uh, and a superhero that didn't have weapons. <laughs> um, how did you get hooked up with Disney? I mean, because, I mean, seriously, we've got 
the Boathouse, T-Rex Cafe here, Yak and Yeti, um, Rainforest, Cafe. Rainforest Cafe. How did you get started with Disney? Well, it, it, it started about uh, 30 years ago uh, in my, my quest to uh, become part of the Disney landscape. And I opened our, our first Rainforest Cafe October 4th, 1994. And six months after that, I said, we need to be at Disney. And my partners threatened me, told me that Disney would steal it, and they would take it. And I said, "What well, Disney, that's not what Disney does. Right. And, and I, went to, I went to visit with Disney. I went to visit with Disney, and they, they said that uh, uh, they would check us out. Yeah. Uh, they did. They invited us back. And at the time, back. you only had the one. Was that the Mall, Mall of America location? We only location? had one at the Mall of America. Yeah. And, and um, since then, we built 45 in seven years in three continents. Um, but Disney flipped out, and we had a, an incredible experience. We built one in downtown Disney, and then um, shortly later, we built one five miles away at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah. It's the only restaurant that's got two within a five-mile uh, uh, radius of one another. Uh, and they were always afraid of, of uh, taking business away from the other one. Sure. Uh, the cannibalization. Cannibalization. Yeah. A word I often forget. And uh, <laughs> there was no cannibalization. It was just the opposite. Yeah, both. Because that really was a game changer. I couldn't believe it the first time I ever came to Disney's Animal Kingdom as a guest to see, oh my God, they put a rainforest cafe, not in the park, but associated with the park. That just seemed huge in a way for you guys to be like, they, they obviously trusted you guys enough to put it associated with the park. Yes. And, 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 you know, we went through a lot of things like the elephants spraying water and all the different things. I mean, you know, at the beginning, some people said, what do elephants or giraffes have to do with a tropical rainforest? Yeah. And, and, and I said, nothing. They live outside the tropical rainforest. They're still in danger. And we have creative authority. Yeah. We are, all, and whimsicality. Whimsicality is a huge word. It's almost like magic. <laughs> is with Disney. So because we have the uh, whimsicality licensing ability, uh, I decided that elephants and giraffes would be a great thing to add to the tropical experience of sure. the tropical rainforest. But a lot of smart little kids ask all the time, <laughs> what, are, what, are, what, what does an elephant have to do uh, with, with, a, with a tropical rainforest? And you say, how about some ice cream, kids? <laughs> Basically, I share with them that they, they're still endangered. People are still right. after their 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 uh, uh, their horns, yeah. and, and they're still after the 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 uh, uh, ivory, and, and 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 so we like to make it apparent and people aware. Plus, I like to add that little whimsicality uh, element to it. And pretty quickly, you added that program where you could donate to buy parts of the rainforest I believe correct? absolutely we bought we, we, we end the pond do you know that it costs more money to give money away <laughs> because you have to when you put a pond in and you have money the government makes you clean the money before you can turn it into a bank oh. otherwise it ruins their counting machines <laughs> it's unbelievable that is what we've learned so uh, we spend a lot of money we give a lot of money away uh, but most of all we give our, our talent yeah. away and we give our, our our heart we share how we feel because we 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 walk the walk and we talk the talk yeah and then i gotta tell you what 
all the people that listen to this podcast, one of the things we talk about a lot is the bars and drinking at Disney. Yes. And then when you guys did Yak and Yeti, yes. that became the first yeah, indoor bar. Indoor. Yes, that's the first indoor bar in the park. And thank, thank you for that, the air conditioning. Well, you're so welcome. <laughs> you know what's nice about Yak and Yeti is it's built from a, from a, a whimsical place in, and an, and an Anapur. Yeah. And, 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 it, and, it, and it fits. Yeah. It, it, uh, Disney Imagineering calls that their favorite place. Yeah. Um, when, whenever Bob Iger yeah. comes to town, he takes his kids there. Um, and, 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 I, and I love it. I, I love being able to create different environments and different things. Like Boathouse. It, yeah. It's a no-brainer to be on the water. When I approached Disney and I told Disney that they're using the waterfront as the back of the house instead of the front of the yeah. house. They said, shut up and mind your own business. I believe it. It took five and a half years to get them to listen to me about changing the waterfront. And then here comes Disney Springs. And not only did they take it to another level, they brought the water inland. Yeah, this has to be your favorite part, though. I don't know if you've seen driving around town yet, but the billboards for Disney Springs. They all have all have cars. <laughs> Or even the food. They'll even have a, a, a crew member holding a lobster. From the boathouse. From the boathouse. Yeah. It is basically the face of the new springs of Disney Springs. You know, it makes me proud. It makes me proud that we could do that. My partners are showing up soon. I'm going to introduce you to them so you can tell them that too. Oh, it's absolutely been it's so great. It's a beautiful thing. And then you actually um, ended up over at Universal also with the Hot Dog Hall of Fame. So, how, so how's that work to be able to play both sides of the fence? Well, I offered it to Disney. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, Disney wasn't ready for, for hot dogs. But I was experimenting with hot dogs for 10 years. Yeah. And you can't leave something on the shelf. Right. You know, if you create something, you need to produce. You, you know, and, 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 you know, quite frankly, uh, Universal Studios has come to me for years to share with them some stuff. And I have this incredible relationship with Disney. But when it came to hot dogs, I asked Disney for permission. Yeah. And I said, listen, I want to do this thing with hot dogs at Universal Studios. They, they, they want to do hot dogs, and it fits right in with what they're doing. And uh, so, you know, it, it, it's difficult, but we made it happen. Yeah, because well, I, and I got to tell you, my favorite part is I went there, and I, I wasn't, didn't know what to expect, but you had Detroit Tigers stadium seats. Yes. So I was sold. <laughs> That's all it took. Yeah. I met with them, by the way. They created uh, Pizza Pizza. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Pizza that, Pizza. That's how they made all their money. Um, so I had a question. Um, uh, by here the at the way, there's house. nobody like Disney. Oh, Disney yeah. is vanilla ice cream, apple pie, mom and dad. Yeah. That's simple. So you just wanted to be here from wanted, the beginning. I, I love families. I yeah. love children. I don't have any children of my own. I'm not married yet. I'm, I'm engaged. But I love the Disney experience. You can't find a speck of dirt outside. When, when Disney does things different from everybody else. Yeah. And, and it shows. Yeah. And, and, and you know, Disney will, will tell you the size uh, and slope and color of the curb that you put outside your restaurant. That's how far they go right. in the detail, and that's a turn on. So if you could say, um, yeah, if you could say sort of percentage-wise when you're designing Boathouse, how much of it is coming from you guys and how much of that design process is coming from Disney? Well, I would say 99.9% .9 comes from us. Okay. And then we run it by Disney out of respect. Disney Imagineering and, and us get along like, uh, 
you know, it, it, it's like we're, we're blood brothers. We feel the same way, we think the same way. Right. Um, and there would be no reason for us, no ego involved whatsoever, for us not to listen to any of their ideas. They're the most professional people in the business. Yeah. So we get along great. I saw that too. I read one of the art articles I read um, was that you were talking about the competition of the other restaurants even here in Disney Springs, that you even used the idea of calling them like uh, partners rather than competitors. That's exactly right. They're not competitors. Restaurateurs that have big egos and that are afraid of their own shadow, which they shouldn't be, are afraid of competition. Yeah. We're not afraid of competition. We welcome it. We, we, it what it does is it, it causes, it creates a restaurant atmosphere, mm -hmm. a destination place, and it only increases business for everybody. The smartest thing you could do is welcome competition. Yeah. All those negative people we've talked about that are ready to harp on everything, one of their things they always said was, oh man, they're just gonna, the cannibalization is gonna be terrible at Disney Springs. If you're gonna open a boathouse, plus you're gonna have all these ones down here like the Wolfgang Pucks and the Splitsvilles and all that. But one thing I've noticed is with every new restaurant, whether it's Morimoto or here, it almost seems like they're more busy. They are, and you know, the funny thing is, we're talking about quality here. Yeah. Quality of food, quality of service. It's virtually the, the most important thing that you can do. And, and what happens when you have more, more of an influx of other places, increases your game. Yeah. It increases your game. And, and I've always said people come once for the wow factor. Mm -hmm. Whether it's T-Rex, Yak and Yeti, or Rainforest Cafe, or the Boathouse. But they come back all the time for quality food and service. Right. So it's not just good enough to have a wow. Right. You better have quality food and service. So here you partnered with, um, what's the company out of Chicago? It's you called Gibson's. Gibson's, Gibson's right? is considered the number one steak chop and seafood house uh, almost in the state of Illinois. Yeah. And they've got an incredible reputation. I'll tell you how far Disney goes. Disney went and visited every one of their restaurants, went into the basements, went through the kitchen, talked to the head chefs. Disney is impeccable about their R&D yeah. and also about checking out and making certain that who they welcome into the, 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 the Disney camp is someone that's respected, someone that could do a good job, and someone they feel they can live with for the next 25 years. Right. Because I read that too when you said construction-wise, this place is built to last a hundred, so we're good. Last over a hundred years. <laughs> but we, we we use the best materials you could ever imagine. And listen, our restaurant, our our our, our uh, kitchen is six thousand square feet. The whole restaurant's about twenty-three thousand square feet. I mean, that's incredible. It's only and, yeah. and, and three quarters of the building's built over water. So we had to use. Uh, stainless steel we had to use um, all these materials that ordinarily you wouldn't have to use yeah. over the water galvanized steel um, we we even had to uh, the fire department made a sprinkle underneath the decks that are over the water that's unheard of yeah but you know what we, we got to follow the rules and sure. the regulations it costs a little bit more money yeah, to build right. that way I'll tell you that do you have a go-to food or drink item here at the boathouse yeah. The menu. <laughs> no, 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 in other words, I'll eat anything that's on the menu because it's all great. 
Our chef is world class. And you know, before you leave here today, we're gonna give you a tour of the kitchen. Oh, fantastic. We're so proud. Disney executives actually bring in um, their chefs from all their other places to see our kitchen, yeah. they show off our kitchen. And the, and the chefs are so jealous because the equipment, yeah. the state of the art, the size of the kitchen's unbelievable. As a matter of fact, Bob Getchell is coming over here right now. Bob is our head chef. Why don't we get Bob over there? Fantastic. So yeah, we're just sitting here, I'm looking out at the outdoor bar. And that's my favorite part here, is that there's multiple bars and places to hang out. That you like to order. I said the menu. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. All right, Mr. Dave, could you tell me again who your name is? My name is Bob Getchell. I'm the chef at the Boathouse. Oh my gosh, fantastic. So, um, I've noticed that the menu isn't always the same every time I come. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, you know what? The main menu, the big menu is about the same. We do change some things seasonally, but we have the ability to play around here and do specials. We change mm -hmm. the oyster menu daily. And we change uh, the, the, the seafood uh, specials on a regular basis. Uh, just about, something changes just about every single day. And you're saying that literally the rest of Disney is coming by to see what you guys are doing. Because it does feel a little bit like there's a bit of a food renaissance going here at Disney and Disney Springs. There is. Uh, we were actually the first of the new restaurants to open up in Disney Springs. So everybody was real curious to see <laughs> what we're doing. And um, I like to think we set the bar high for uh, food and beverage and service here. So uh, naturally, all the other uh, folks opening up, they've all done quite a few visits down here to see what we're doing. And, uh, well, and I, we're, looking, we're looking forward to all of those guys opening and, and raise the bar here. When I think among, especially among Disney fans, and, and th I think one of the things they thought is they knew when they saw pictures that this place is gonna look nice. I think they kind of thought that this was gonna be all about the show, and then just throw some food on the side. But And I think everyone said when they got here, that's not the case. Well, you know, one of the key factors to that is that the uh, Gibson's Restaurant Group from Chicago was hired to run the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gibson's, if anybody who knows anything about steaks knows about Gibson's, and they've been successful for 25 years in the Chicago market. And it's all about uh, tasty food and everything made from scratch. All right, so somebody comes in, what are you recommending? Well, today my favorite is the soft shell crab BLT sandwich. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's a seasonal item. It's on the specials menu, and it's not available forever. But uh, absolutely, today uh, that's my favorite. Soft thing. shell crab BLT. It's All right. It's really lightly fried. We just do a light, light breading, so you can still see the crab through the breading. It's so light, and then we serve that on a toasted uh, bun with um, arugula, avocado, and a couple strips of nice crispy bacon, and some of our. Um, uh, Creole uh, remoulade sauce on there. It's really good. It sounds amazing. And, and here's one of the other last thing I want to tell you about is just from the, the pulse of the Disney fan community too, they're saying a lot of these quick service places are opening up too and they're thinking, man, for just about the same amount of money you can sit down and have lunch at Boathouse and it's just a couple dollars more and you get such great quality like what you're describing. We have a lot of things on the menu that are just uh, for people that are on a budget. We have um, small size salads. We have sliders for $12. Um, we have uh, several different burgers. We have a chicken. We have a couple of pastas on the menu, and even our we we just added a new uh, fish sandwich that's um, eighteen dollars on the menu, and it's a huge portion, and it's really delicious fresh fish. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for stopping by and talking to me. It's my pleasure. I hope you enjoy your lunch right, today. Thank, thank, you. thank you. All right. Well, finish up here. I, I was really curious. You said Walt Disney's sort of your idol. 
You've been down here in Florida quite a few times at Disney. Do you have a favorite spot at Disney, ride, attraction, restaurant, whatever, that you did not have a hand in creating? Um, there's many. Um, I, I like almost everything that, that that's here at Disney. I, I love my neighbors. Mm -hmm. uh, I love bowling. <laughs> I, I love sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love Morimoto's. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, when you have four different places at Disney, Rainforest, T-Rex, Yak and Yeti, and the Boathouse, you're, you're, you're kind of skewed towards your yeah. own places. But um, well, I mean, just property-wide, like rides, attractions, anything like that. Well, I, 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 I love the, uh, the roller coaster at mm -hmm. Disney, at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing not to uh -huh. like about that. I love the Yak and Yeti experience, <laughs> of course, because of Yak and Yeti. Yeah. Um, um, I, I tell you, there's, there's not one that necessarily stands out. Um, I, I love the Italian restaurant that Nick Valenti yeah. um, uh, uh, put in at, uh, at uh, Epcot. Mm -hmm. um, uh, love the pizzas that, 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 that he serves there. Uh, I love Wolfgang Pucks too. Um, uh, and Wolfgang Puck is a friend. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that I, I spread the wealth when yeah. I'm not eating in, in, in my own place, and, and, I, and I love it. I love everything about Disney. So if you had to say, are you a food guy or a design guy? I'm both. Yeah. And, and I think you have to be both. You know, people think because you're a creative guy, because you're mm -hmm. creative, that you're just in charge of design. I pick out all the retail items as well. Every single item goes through me. Um, Huh? The music. Oh yeah, the music. I, I spent uh, three months on picking the music, each individual song. Yeah. It has to be a ten. It can't be a six. <laughs> it's right. It can't be a seven. And in the first three seconds, one, two, three, the song has to be identified. Right. Nobody else does yeah. that. And people love the people that? love the soundtrack. You know, people say, "Don't sweat the small stuff." That's the biggest bullshit. <laughs> yeah. In the world, it's all about sweating the small stuff. Yeah. It's all about the small stuff. It's not about the big stuff. <laughs> right. So we take it to a, to, a, to a totally different level. I just went and used the restroom to wash my hands. Yeah. And I looked in every single stall, and yeah. I found a stall that was completely dirty. The toilet was full of stuff. I flushed the toilet. <laughs> you see me flushing yeah. someone else's toilet? Yeah. <laughs> but I preach it, so you got to live it. Yeah, it's true. You know, if I talk about that in, in pre-service, I talk about you know flushing other people's yeah. toilets, and people laugh. I said it's no joke. And then yeah. I go inside, I'm flushing other people's toilets. So, Unbelievable. So I got to live with what I say I'm going to do. Now I was always curious, how'd you work the boats? Did you have to buy all these boats, or are they? All the boats are owned by the boathouse. Oh wow! And we spent seven years in research and yeah. development with the Amphicars. And, and we were turned down for five years. They said that it looks like sinking cars. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were considered the worst cars and boats in the world in 1962 through 1967 yeah. when they were made. And, <laughs> and uh, we re-engineered them. I had engineers from Detroit and from Harvard University. We spent five years in research and development in a cold climate in Minnesota where you can only work on them yeah. five, five months a year. 
to get them perfected yeah so that the disney experience could be off the chart yeah oh and it is people and that's what people are remembering when people think disney springs this is what's coming to mind right now thank you Dan. yeah thank you absolutely We're very excited and you do such a great service as, as a <laughs> podcaster i'm serious you first of all you're no national i didn't know if you you, you knew your reputation and, and 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 you do a great job you're always upbeat because I have followed you. Okay. And, and, and we've researched you before we came oh, here that's, today. Oh, that's scary. And everything you say is upbeat and positive. Yeah. You don't talk negative. Well, and, and that's the thing. We're, we're here to have fun. That's right. You know, as the guests at that's right. Disney are going to these places, I'm not... That's, that's what, why that's I why we wait come to here. meet you, though. <laughs> we we want to meet with people that know how to smile, how to laugh, and how to share the Disney experience. Yeah, with the that's what we're here to have fun. So, well, thanks again. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back here again at the Boathouse, I'm sure. I uh, hope you enjoy your meal. So, <laughs> um, it was really cool to be able to sit down with Steve. Obviously, he's he, he he's just that he is a, like the, one of those big, fast business talker guys, and um, he was I'm so like proud. Of, yeah, he was so proud of the boathouse, and I got a chance to go take out and take a look at the kitchen, and it really was a it's a you first took class out the kitchen. Take take, take a look Shit. at the kitchen, and. If I stood with Boathouse before, I definitely stand with Boathouse after. It was really a cool experience, and really cool to meet Steve and get a chance to interview him. So it was great. He got to. He actually was totally kind of pumped to come on the podcast. So which was weird. Is he is he listening yeah. now? Is he part of the three o'clock parade? He's Did one of those guys that's first? gonna. He's one of those guys that totally pumps you up. He's like, "Yeah, you're the best. I hear about you all the time." You know and. I think he's uh, sort of fluffing my, uh, uh, my feathers a little bit. But, uh, oh, I'm sure fluffing you, I'm your sure, what now? I'm sure you got fluffed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so it was pretty neat. I did find out that uh, uh, it was really cool. We had to check back to the kitchen. They actually try to sell out of every item every night. So uh, that was pretty cool. That was one of the things that I took out of, um, at least their fish items, their seafood items. Because they just don't want it to stay too long and get uh, yucky. Yeah, that makes sense. They're going to have a Sunday night stew. And ah, there's a yeah. scooter in my car. <laughs> um, one of the I things that I found, corner, yes. the fact that they uh, work with Gibson's restaurant group as opposed to Landry's, it really you can tell just that, um, that level of quality of this Gibson restaurant group from Chicago. They were talking about literally like going way out of their way to, to do things for people. If they want something that maybe isn't even on the menu, they'll, they'll, they'll go ahead and do it. So I thought it was pretty cool. So it's definitely cool. standing, hey, definitely standing with Boathouse. Do you bring refills? Sorry, Mark <laughs> just shut up my window. <laughs> so, anyways, really cool. Um, I figured now we could go to check out some Ask Sour Boner. Uh, I thought you were gonna say boner. check out some asks, but that's cool too. Checking out Sour Boner. Checking out Sour Boner. It's time for Sour Boner time. Mm-mm-mm. Sour Boner for Mm-mm. you. Um, let's see. Ian McGregor posted a a, 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 a picture of uh, a, a meme, and it said, "There is a name. There is a, a a term for the fear of an empty beer glass. Senosilicophobia." I have that. Yeah, That's and he awesome. asked if it if it's the same name for an empty turvis. He's curious. Do you think it's the same name for an empty turvis? Please do not incite another Twitter account to happen. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> we already have Drippy. We don't need the Drippy version of a Turvis. No, never. Sensicilla Cophobia. But speaking of new uh, accounts, since we don't have a Canadian uh, Canadia report today, uh, mm. Philippe has an account now. Yes. Woo! Manager and, of the Canadian Disney store. And he's hilarious. Yeah, he is. It reminds me of it's, – it's actually extremely funny, and I'm really happy um, – it's definitely he's he's definitely a little confused about some things the way things work, but uh, he's fun to listen to. <laughs> Let's see. Um, this is worthy of an exception. Sorry, I'm. Mm. Oh, Rhiannon, mm. Drunky Turvis posted mm. a ass sour boner, and it's a picture of the wine rack. Are you familiar with the wine rack? It's Which a special. One? It's a special bra that actually oh. in the cup oh, yeah, 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 holds yeah, yeah, yeah. 750 milliliters of yeah. wine in the cups. So it looks and acts like a sports bra. Uh-huh. Uh, and it could uh-huh. be handy when on the go, like to a concert yeah. mm-hmm. or something along sure. the way. Is this something that you would be willing to wear, let's say, for the betterment of our group? Uh, as opposed to what? I mean, as opposed to like going sober for an evening or like no we're just we need you we're, we're not able like in the, in the concert they're going to check everything we have to go to the concert will you take one for the team and wear the wine rack so we can all enjoy some wine Ooh, how as opposed drink from to that? Y- <sighs> <laughs> i think instead we should just do the um colonoscopy bag and fill that with something and you can have a straw out of that they have the the, the the empty tampons, too. Did you ever see that? The ones that are, they're like in tampon wrappers and they're little flasks. That's gross. Yeah, no thanks. So yeah. you, so as I'm saying, instead of, you said instead of what? Instead of those options. Or instead of like just purchasing it legally? Just say yes. Why am I subjecting myself to stupidness? Because it would look weird on me. But it, it wouldn't be the first time you wore a bra. Just instead of wearing it as a bra, first wear, I wear it a like, as bra. underwear, and it'd just be like a little extra oomph in the back. Yeah, you could put it like to support the cheeks instead yeah. of the boobies. See, I'm not drinking from that though. <laughs> Depends how thirsty you are. Nope. Um, uh, go ahead and hit. Oh, the hashtag I actually. Has... Go ahead. Sorry, I just had a thought. What about those, um, like the Camelback? bag things you know that people do when they're like biking and they fill it with water yes you know so if you were to fill one with let's say vodka and then try to like go into the park and then obviously you have to go to bad check and so they're gonna look and be like oh it's a camelback do you really think anybody would fucking buy that you're bringing a camelback of water into the parks then that'd be Really, just I've seen many people wearing camelbacks into the parks, and really? I'm always because that's that seems yeah. like a big red fucking flag to me. I've seen several, uh, uh over my buy years. For a second. lots of camelbacks. Um, Disney cast members working security smell the camelbacks. Oh, camelbacks. I was all like, Yeah, I've seen tons of camel. That's oh, different. Well, that's <laughs> that's different. That is different. That's different. We are not going to say that on the air. No. Camel toe. We are a we are a family <laughs> podcast. Well, never mind. No, we're not. No, we are a rule abiding podcast, which is why are, I though. said I would 
find it interesting to learn if anybody actually tried that because that's just I wouldn't recommend that. But yeah, we are we are a rule abiding podcast. Ellen, yeah, um, Ellen with uh, Elephant. She posted a video of a how to make an at home ass sour boner. So go ahead and hashtag ass sour boner, and you will see um, Ellen uh, has posted that. And it's a very informative video. Wouldn't you say? Is it any good? Yeah, we should add it to our web page. Yeah, it's definitely a yes. That would be three o'clock radio dot net. Did you know three o'clock radio dot com was taken? Uh, I think there's a band. Actually oh, three o'clock parade dot net. Three o'clock parade dot com oh was taken. God. What if we do three non-factual the... podcast? Three o'clock parade dot com. I'm leaving the water. I mean, car. That that, that comes up available, drunky. What the three the, the three o'clock parade dot com. Yeah. When I made it, I didn't think of that. I don't know why. But, uh... Didn't consult. <laughs> Not maybe, we'll, maybe we'll add that. Maybe we'll get that one next. Um, Colin, whose n- current name is Shag Me Now or Shag Me Later, would like to know whose bus should replace the still vacant Bill Cosby stand at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Mine. Is there a, is there a profile of Rhiannon's liver available? Oh, that would be amazing. Could you imagine if we got uh, Rhiannon's liver or Drippy? <gasps> Drippy. Mm. Did you see, everybody see the picture? I know you did, Skipper, because you posted it. Um, <laughs> uh, Expedition Everest with Drippy and Rhiannon's liver getting a little mm. smooch on That's Expedition not happening. They are quite the power couple. They really are. are. They? Yeah. They are. They are. Uh, oof. I expect to see them on the red carpet. I do, too. Like definitely at the red carpet. Uh, let's see. Did, there's a picture. Uh, and, of course, Colin posted a picture. Uh, wants to know if you bought a new car over the weekend, Skipper. Um, it's a unicorn driving a van. It says, no time to explain. Get in. So Yep. That's how you pick up the ladies. I feel like maybe that's how you're going to – is that how you're going to go around uh, Comic-Con trying to get interviews? Yep. Just get on in here. Let's go. <laughs> Trust me. It'll be great. This is going to be the best time ever. Me. Just a um, Crimson Tide Dan would like to know: Was it a tad excessive for Rhiannon to have someone drive through her house just to get out of Mr. Monkey's birthday party? Huh. How much did that cost, anyway? The repairs? No. Uh. How much did she pay that guy to do it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean. Uh, Here's the real question. Crimson Tide Dan had a follow-up. Now that Mr. Monkey has been invited to a one of the events, to a party, what's he going to complain about now? Hey, go back outside. Hey, okay. Talk to you later, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> you tried living in a fucking hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Go on. So what's Mr. what's Mr. Monkey going to complain about now that he's been invited to something? Not being invited to the next thing. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. What do Uh-oh. you mean I'm not a regular? Um, Scott Sanders wanted to know, better question, how many times did I retweet the Orlando Informer tweets to be entered? My goal was to win the night at Sapphire Falls at Universal so we could throw a huge party, but I didn't win. And you so failed. I did fail. It was terrible. I think it's uh, I was robbed. I, mm-hmm. uh, I offered to host... 
all of theme park Twitter for a party, the Orlando Informer room at Sapphire Falls, and they chose some other. I mean, it was a girl, and I don't know. She looked attractive. I think that's something to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think she's from Texas, though, which you know. Mm. Hey, Hans. Yeah. yeah. She was a she had a Texas uh, t- Christian uh, oh. horn togs on her horn, horn frog. toads. Horn toads. Because they're horny. I guess so. Toads. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rhiannon's liver has a question. What's mm-hmm. the correct response to your spouse saying, hey, look, how stupid. Some idiot plays that podcaster's liver asking for a friend. <laughs> well, I actually already responded to this on Twitter, and I said, excuse me, but... I prefer to be known as a lapsed blogger. Oh, lapsed blogger, not a podcaster. No. Mm. Oof. I didn't know you were a blogger. I mean, I knew you, were, I knew you had a blog. Lapsed. You, you identify. You identify as blogger. Lapsed. Mm. So lapsed. I used to. Gotcha. Mm. Oh man. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Monkey would like to know if he gets a room at Sci-Fi Falls, who would come over and party? There could be no damage to the room. Well, that rules out you and you. Right. We're Sorry, out. monkey. We're out, Mr. Monkey. Cause, but would Rhiannon go to a party at Mr. Monkey's Sapphire Falls room? What's I would need to damage? hear an apologizing video that didn't sound like a gun was being held to his head. Yeah, it did sound a little bit rehearsed. Forced. Forced. That's the word I'm looking like, for. Against his will. <laughs> well, all right. We we talked about this a minute ago. Uh, you did when we were talking about um, Disney Quest. So, Rhiannon, here it is. Polly's uh, question is: Yo, Polly, New Jersey, would like oh, to that know. Guy? Yeah, uh, as Sarah Boner, it's always hard to tell if it's him because he changes his photo and name <laughs> every so day. So does Colin. That's true. They're both t- difficult to understand who's who uh, quickly. But anyways, Polly would like to know, if you could drive a truck into any attraction <laughs> while it was empty, you know, while it was empty and just cause oh, physical good clarification. damage, yeah. which would it be and why? Mm. Mickey's house. But only the antique. Well, <laughs> so, it, oh, Mickey's house? Yeah. Man. Like in Toontown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking. What was it? Basically, we get a chance to possibly get rid of and/or refurb any attraction. You're going to pick Mickey's house. Yeah, I mean, I was just like being Stitch's Great Escape. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, Stitch's Great Escape, but just the antique room. But just right, but just just the antique room, just the antique room, just the. T- I mean, just the antique room. Oh, I like that game. Wait, what? Yeah. Just for a second. Just, just really, just let's just see what happens. Just see what see how happens. That feels. It's for just, just for a second. Yeah, science, just see how it right? feels. Just for a second. Um, I'm going to drive a truck into the Imagination Pavilion. <gasps> figment. But I will definitely avoid any of the figment statues if I can. But there would be so much physical damage that they have to refurbish the entire. But, but you don't know they're going to refurbish it as figment. I, I feel like I feel like what we have now it's still worth it's worth the it's worth the risk. No, I'd rather have what we have now versus no figment. 
But I feel like it's our only chance. No, I'm not willing to take the risk. Okay. Scary. I think. What do you think they would do if you drove it into the um, festival pavilion? Would they just rebuild it as a festival pavilion, or do you think they would like do something good? You talking about what used to be Wonders of Life? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be tough to get up there. It's got that winding road up to it. That'd be tough. Mm. It's got like that winding path, kind of like Lombard Street in San Francisco. Tough. So if you're a drunk driver, where there's a high enough BAC, there's a way. Yeah, if you're not gonna, if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're a drunk driver, you're not gonna make it up that path very easily. That's what they said about my living room. And, ooh, our final ass sour boner of the no, night. No, it can't be. It can't be. Well, go, go ahead. I'll tell you what can or cannot be. I can um, wax poetic about my house some more. Bay Lake Spence would like to know: Disney has put you in charge of creating a new restaurant for your favorite ride or movie. Where? Theme, food, characters, drinks, that kind of thing. So a new restaurant for your favorite ride or movie. So Bay Lake Spence. I definitely have two different ones for this. I have a fa- – it would be totally different. My favorite ride and favorite movie. But um, any ideas on this one, guys? Um, I have an idea. This is normally something that I would have loved to have looked at in advance and thought about and, like, typed something up like I sometimes do when I have time, but I didn't have time this week. Um – so off the cuff, I'm going to go with favorite movie, Alice in Wonderland. And I obviously think of a high tea. That would be now, awesome. Now, I understand, because I've done it, that Grand Floridian has their tea room. And so they do that. However, I think you could make it more fun by taking it out of, and no offense to the Grand Floridian, it's lovely. But, you know, it's a little bit hoity-toity stuffy. And so if you put it in a more sort of fantasy land setting and have it be more Alice themed and still in keeping with the typical high tea foods. Um, but just, you know, kind of more fun, funky, quirky flair to it. That would be my answer. That's a good one. I, I, that would be great. The high tea and just the, how great would the, the furniture would be so cool. Yes. Yes. That would be, to me, that would be the coolest part, uh, is the like, furniture. Do it- in the the when she's shrunken down to the size of a flower, you can like have it in the flower garden, so that all the tables are made of like toadstools and the seats are made of like leaves and everything. I can't hear this question without thinking. I just can't not think Clue. This is my dream. That's now. answered everything. Oh, That's I know. Disney we movie. weren't limited to Disney. Oh, okay. okay, fine. I'll take. I'll change it. I'll take it you to Disney. You can do that. No. What, okay. What would your food be for Clue other than monkey's brains, which, while popular in Cantonese cuisine, are it's not, not possible now. in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so other than monkey's brains, what would you serve at your Clue restaurant? Oh, it would have to be like Cornish hens. Would, uh, like a, just like, for some reason, Cornish hens jumps out at me. I'd like that. With some vegetables, some monkey brain soup, but not actually monkey brain soup, but that's what you'd call it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if monkey doesn't get his apology right, could soon. be Mr. Monkey oh, brain soup. Mr. Monkey soup. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, it, 
But if I was going to do a favorite oh. ride, though, a favorite ride would be awesome, too, though. If we could actually go in, and I think it'd be kind of fun to do like a, uh, almost like, almost like Hoop-de-doo style, oh, but wow. with Splash yeah. Mountain. Like Splash Mountain, uh-huh. and it's sort of there where you got the. It'd be great to have a sit at the table. Like you're almost like you're you're living there. You're like Brer Drunky and Brer Rhiannon. You get to join Wait, the joint gang. I have another idea. Okay. In keeping with favorite movie, Alice in Wonderland, what if you did a sort of seafood shack a la the walrus and the carpenter when they collect all the oysters and they build a little shack and they eat oysters yes you're, you're getting close to dangerously taking your idea overlapping my idea okay sorry you got you got it's your turn well i love Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea yes so what i think we need to do is get rid of the coral reef yes sure yeah instead of the being like you know really fancy fish in there actually have the fish that you can order on your menu so oh shit! The same way you can like you know choose your side Pick of your beef. lobster. Yeah, oh. you see a huge net like on a no no not Nemo even a huge down? net. So you uh, <laughs> if you've seen the movie, they 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 wear those old like those old time diving suits with the big yeah uh, copper. So like you would see somebody go into the tank oh. in that old like so it looked like uh, Captain Nemo. Going in there and capturing your lobster or your fish that you're going to have for dinner, and uh, and you know, and then bring it back and they would serve it to yeah. you. Like so they you have those. Oh yeah, this would be super fresh, uh, just caught in front of you. It's funny. It reminds me of I saw this place. I don't. I, I, I want to say, let's just say for for shits and giggles, it's Vegas. Where it's this huge wine tower, and they literally like have servers rappel up using. <laughs> To go up and get your wine, like, way up in the ceiling. It's kind of like that. Like, you actually have someone, like, a show going to get your food or drink. I love it. Mm. I like it. Do you think Do you think there would be – do you think – I mean, I know this is a far-fetched idea, but do you think that's something that would actually go over with guests? Could they Could they pull it off? Or would they start crying? Like, oh, my God, you just killed Nemo. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, oh, is that different from a live lobster, though? You know what I mean? Like, that, right? That, no, so, I mean, yeah. I, was I know for you, you agree, way, but so. but do you think? I don't. I'm just trying to think if they could pull that off mm-hmm. at Disney. Could it be even possible? Because that is a really great idea. <laughs> I, I think they could, because like kids probably wouldn't know what's going on, because you're not going to see like a harpoon or anything. You're just going to randomly see, you know, some people in old diving gear walking through trying to like grab a fish. So, you know, or even if they did, I mean, it's yeah, like, like kids, no fish come from the sea. Well, it could be an experience, you know, maybe we could do that with everything in every movie where like the mom dies. That's an option on the restaurant. Oh, my God. OK. <laughs> Bobby, why did we order Bambi? We'll just call it Mothers. Yeah, we'll call it Mothers. All New Orleans. But oh, my not... God. Terrifying. Mothers. Oh uh, well, they do serve that whole fried fish that we talked about last week at the uh, Tiffins. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting moving in that direction, maybe a little yeah. more adventurous. Okay. So they possibly... saw that at um, Cat Cora's too before that closed. Yeah, the next step is really just where you get the fish. I Skipper Dick Ritchie, you win the question. I'm excited about it, but I don't want that to be the last sour boner. All right, you have to go back and look at the one that was put out two hours ago. By Miss Shelter. 
All right. I don't know how. Am I missing these again? Are I don't doing, understand. Are you doing I don't, tweets again instead of all I don't tweets? have accurate internet. I'm going to be so pissed right if now. that happened again. Because I you feel like. a bunch. There was a ton of them. Damn was... it. Did I do it again? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, my God. I did. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Let me go back. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Oh, I'm so angry with myself. Okay. Wow. Welcome to the club. Oh, I'm so mad. Yep, there it is. There they are. Yep. Oh, my God. There's so many. Uh-oh. It felt like there weren't enough. It felt like there weren't enough. Do I need a beer? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's so many. Okay. Speed round. Good. Lightning round. Speed the line. Um, Skipper, this will be for you because if Disney created their own version of Pokemon Go, how would each of the <laughs> Disney characters evolve? Uh, I've thought about this already. They, they're they not evolving, so you're not capturing them. What you're actually doing is releasing them. So in my version of this game, uh, Pete, who is, or whichever villain you want, actually went through and trapped all of the Disney characters in, you know, these magical cages. And you have to run around and distribute pixie dust to unlock the cage so that you but can that, free the characters. So it's Angry Birds? No, 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 because you're not throwing anything. You still have to, like, use the no, GPS. No, but, it's like, angry birds, you, like, hit the cages of the animals. No, and you but, free them. So, you obviously aren't playing Pokemon, right? I know. am! So, to play Pokemon and to evolve these characters, you have to collect Yeah, I don't Stardust. know what that means. Well, that's why I'm saying. So, it's the same idea, but instead of Stardust, we're using Pixie Dust, and instead of capturing Ugh. them... Because we don't want to capture our Disney characters and hold them in scary boxes. We want to let them free. Them. We just want to get selfies with them. Right. And that's I what I'm saying. So collect still... them and play with them as pets. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. So you're still running around the park, but instead of trapping them, you're releasing them. Okay. I didn't oh, realize I was trapping. I like that. I like that. Right? I like that. I... Yeah. Okay. Here's my ask, Sarah Boner. Can somebody please... Teach me how to play this game because I play it. All my coworkers play it. I can go around. I catch things. I go to Poke Stops. I get Poke right. Balls. But I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You're essentially finding an- wild animals, trapping yeah. them in little plastic balls. And I do that. I do that. But, like, I don't understand the whole, like, evolving thing. I Every time I try to get to the gym, I die. No, no, I no. So you, you collect... For every animal you collect, I don't know. You get a piece of candy of that animal type, and okay. you get stardust. I don't, and, okay, I don't know any of that. Well, and that. if you look at it when you when you collect them, it tells you how much you get for each. I see things like power up. I'm like, do I want to power up? Well, no. you do if you're going to go to a gym and fight your Pokemon against other Pokemon. Because I die every time I go to a gym. It's because you're not powering up and evolving your Pokemon. <sighs> So you don't want to evolve them until they're already really strong. You want right. to get that. You want to get that little arc all the way to the right. I just, you did ask, Rhiannon. Right. I just collect things and I go to Pokey Stops to get more balls, and that's all I do. That's, well, then, that's what then, I do. Then you're doing good, and that would work in my version of the Disney game because there wouldn't be gyms where you had to go and like, you know, maybe there's like bosses where you have to fight like Maleficent to free Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Um, but you know, you wouldn't, you're, you're not capturing Aurora and holding her for your, for your own. 
You are freeing okay. her from villains in my version. So then, of the game. All right. Well, then how would this my... play in real quick? This is the this is the follow up from Designated Disney Dad. The follow up is Rich to continue in this same one is instead of candy, each Disney character requires a different Disney bar beverage to evolve. What drink would the characters need? Like for example, Doc would evolve into a really crazy Tasmanian Tasmanian devil type dwarf by drinking Scottish professors from the hangar bar. <laughs> I just figured, you know, if you're going to do stuff like that, so, like, if you freed Lafleu or whatever his name is from... Lafleu. Uh, then he would need some of those beers from Gaston's Tavern. Or, you know, if you're keeping it in theme. Yeah, this is just this is beyond me. Um, I'm going to go back and answer the first question and just say, if I were creating a Disney version, I would just make them all tsum-tsums and... Instead of capturing for evil reasons, I'd be like collecting, like, oh, I got a Tsum Tsum. And he goes on my Tsum Tsum shelf, and that's it. That's so maybe that not would, a bad idea. That's not a bad idea, because that kind of gets rid of your your problem with it, Rich, of you don't want to capture the characters. Right. But you can capture Tsum Tsums. And as many as you want. And not capture, you're collecting. Well, and, and be part yeah. of your big happy family. I well, think you just actually discovered what they're actually going to do. Yeah, and, and you know, when you talk about it, that actually really works in the evolving and like powering yeah. up. Because you can collect the tiny little Tsum Tsums, or they have the great big giant ones. So, yeah. but they also, or you could collect like originally, you know, just a Mickey, and then power up to like a different version of Mickey because they have the, you know, Sorcerer Mickey, or they have the Fantasyland version of Mickey, or they have the Winking version of Mickey, or all well, that bullshit. Now you collect them all, and then you have to go from tiny little <sighs> ones to big giant ones. Whatever. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to understand this. And how did it go, though? Not great. Mm. Um, your 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 pal Nickway Mania, also known as Neil Before Zod, <laughs> like to know what food and drink is Rhiannon serving at the drive-through she has built in her house. <laughs> well. Uh, it's a cocktail of motor oil, because that <laughs> is everywhere right now, my friend. Um, it's going to be served on either a bumper or a headlight, because we have at least several headlights still lingering in my dining room, as well as the front bumper of the Silverado. Um, as for the food... Uh, well, we have many, many, many rotten items out of my fridge... That, you know, we don't have power to. So that's lovely. Uh, actually, funny story. We had the insurance adjuster, not for our renter's insurance, but for the owner in there today, who, as Mark was cleaning out the fridge, was noting, wow, you have a lot of cheese. And Mark <laughs> says, yes, we do. We like cheese. And he's like, I love cheese, too. So if you like a wide variety of rotten cheeses... To be served to you on a headlight, maybe with a side of a shot of motor oil, we have all that covered. Ooh, it's, a, it's an interesting theme you've got going. Mm. Um, Jen with two N's would like to jump in. She has to do an F. Mary Kill. Uh-oh. F. Mary Kill of the Redhead from Pines of the Caribbean. What? Elsa from Frozen Ever After. Mm. Or Mary Poppins from The Great Movie Rides. Are you going to F. Mary Kill? That's a tough one. Easy. Easy. Go ahead. I'm going to kill Elsa. Oh. I'm going to let her go. I am going to bang the shit out of that redhead. 
<laughs> and then Excuse I'm going to marry Mary Poppins. Wow. She would be a great wife. She would oh, be my God. Mary Poppins. She's like, oof. All right. I'm going to take a different approach. Not only because it's a different approach, but I'm taking it to mean the actual animatronics as opposed to the characters. Still in. Okay. <laughs> so in that case, I'm actually going to kill Mary Poppins. Not because Ooh. I don't like Mary Poppins, but as for that animatronic, she's the oldest and stiffest and just mm, she goes up and down the whole time. Uh... Yes, she does, Skipper. Yes, she does. I'm gonna fuck Elsa because she's new and shiny. Hold on, I'm picturing that right now, and it's really good. It's mm-hmm. really good. And you know, I gotta marry me a redhead. There you go. I've. That's a great answer, by the way. So because of uh, the the visual, Rhiannon wins the question, hands down. Oh, I'm fine with that. Hands well, down. Well, now I feel awkward. No. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and answer anyways. And I'm going to go with Rich, I think. I think I have to. I'm going to go with F the redhead. Hey. I'm going to switch it around, actually. I'm going to. What? Mary Mary Poppins. Yeah. F Elsa. And sorry, redhead. Sorry. Fuck redhead. you. Yeah. Dude, are you kidding? Elsa? Elsa's the older sister, right? So she's of age. Uh, have you ever heard the word frigid? Ooh. It's summertime, though, right? She seems like a kinky bitch, huh? No way. Um, this is a great question, though. Brian, Dirt Cheap Disney, also one of the best names, um, would like to know which ride and where in the ride could you pretend to be an animatronic and blend in the longest without getting caught? So oh. where would you where would you be able to fit in the best? For me, Pirates of the Caribbean, when those three guys are standing there singing with the with the, uh... <laughs> you would that'd be perfect, right? I would just be the fourth guy. Oh, that would be so great. Oh, I, I picture that, and it's it's making me smile. <laughs> Rhiannon, um, probably also Pirates, maybe as a wench somewhere. Yes, mm, that would pirates. be. Yeah, you could be we in that lineup pirates together. Would you want to be one of the people that are chasing around, or do you want to be in the lineup of wenches? I'm going to beat some pirate over the head of the broomstick. You'd get tired, though, wouldn't you? Running around all day? I'm, no, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can't be totally 100% positive. But Don't I ruin think, the magic. I think that it's like a conveyor belt type situation, and the animatronics are actually stuck to it, I think. So if I just stood on... Have you ever the circular seen thing. Weird Science? Okay. You ever seen that movie Weird Science? Yes. No. Oh. There's a part where they're at the very beginning where they're talking to, they're they're standing there watching all these girls doing gymnastics and they're these two like super nerds and they're like, you know what I want to do with them? And they say, like, yeah, shower with them and then we'll have this huge party and all these people will be there. And then Wyatt turns to Gary and says, None of these people like us. And then Gary turns back to White and says, don't ruin the fantasy. We know the reality. That's what I'm going to throw there. Like, we all know that there's a, you know, a little conveyor right. belt. But don't, don't ruin the reality or the, the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, then, yes, I'm going to run in circles because I would love to get in better shape. Woo! There you go. I'm going to go. I'm going to do just the opposite. I'm going to go into... Uh, 
the spaceship Earth, and I'm going to sit right next to that monk that has got his head down and he is napping, and I'm going to just chill there with him. You're gonna, you're gonna. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be the big spoon or the little spoon with that monk? I don't know. Whichever requires least. I guess the. I don't want to be the one that has to sit there and do the. You know how he has like really deep breathing. Looks like a lot of work. So probably the. Have little... you ever done Spaceship Earth in Spanish? Oh my God, that's an option. Yes. There's like oh. several options now that I think well, about it. So I did this when I was there two weekends ago. It seems like a month ago now. Um, so I thought. So you get in the ride vehicle and it asks you to pick your language. And I thought that it was just for the whole portion where you take your picture and then later on at the end of the ride, you're picking your future and blah, blah, blah. So just to be an asshole, I picked Spanish. Well, little did I know, it makes the entire ride an espanol. That's awesome. That is very cool. So I will do that next time. The entire time we're going through Spaceship Earth. And like I was waiting for like, you know, thank the Venetians. And it was like, I, I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So the whole thing was in Spanish. And I cannot be 100% sure that it was actually Judy Dench because I'm not sure what her Spanish fluency level is like. But either it was her and she's great or they got a woman who sounds very much like her to do it. So I am. Um, that's interesting. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. That's good. Thank you, Rhiannon. Factual podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, any other legitimate uh, replacements for Bill Cosby? I don't think we did any of her uh, Collins questions. Legitimate question. ones. Um, I did the liver. The liver drippy is good. Okay, we'll go with drippy. Yeah, Neil Patrick good. Harris! Yep. Actually, he'd oh, be perfect. That, that's actually pretty good, yeah. That's actually a great answer. The patron saint of the 3 o'clock parade. I like mm-hmm. Drama Day is here. Drama Day wants to see, he just says, it's been a really shitty year so far. What's your favorite Disney Parks memory that will always make you smile? Oh. I like this question, but I need yeah. like um, more than thirty seconds. Uh... <laughs> I have one. Um, okay. I when I was uh, I went this is when I went uh, in I went in high school. Some friends of I we came down uh, from Michigan and we spent our spring break here. And it's just that time of your life where you're kind of you're kind of transitioning from you know high school. We're going on to college. It was great. It was my senior year, and I remember we had made it. It was just the four of us, and we actually went ahead, did the whole trip. And I was in the Magic Kingdom, and I just walked through Tomorrowland by myself for, like, the first time ever. Um, and it was just an awesome memory walking around um, Tomorrowland and that time of my life. It was really cool. So I have really good memories of that walk through Tomorrowland. Okay, that kind of inspires me. Um, I guess I'll go with – I don't remember what year it was or exactly how old I was, um, but it was a family trip that I took – I guess I must have been maybe 12 to 14 in that age range. And therefore my sister would have been, uh, eight to 12 and wait, what? No, do the math yourself. I'm done. Um, anyway, we were at that age where it was kind of iffy to let us go to the parks by ourselves, but we had gone enough times and had at that point in our trip been there enough days that our parents felt comfortable enough to let us go and take the Disney buses by ourselves to the Magic Kingdom, and they were tired and didn't feel like going out, and so they let us go. And so, okay, fine, 12, 16, or 10, 14, whatever, that age range. And um, 
we went by ourselves to the Magic Kingdom, and we felt, A, like badasses because we were going somewhere by ourselves, and B, just having that freedom and that, you know, sisterly bond and... Yeah, we just like ran around the Magic Kingdom by ourselves and we were young enough to feel like we were getting away with something, but, you know, old enough to be trusted and it was a safe enough environment. And so that was pretty cool. Very cool. Does it have to be in a park? No. So for me, one of my favorite things, and I reflect on it a lot, was the day before Thanksgiving when I got the phone call that I was accepted to the college program. Oh, right. I was, I was yeah. at home. Everybody was there. Cause like before things, the day before Thanksgiving at our house, like the whole family comes over and like we cook, like, you know, we bake a ton of pies and get stuff ready for the, for the Thanksgiving day feast. And, um, the phone rang and I was in the kitchen or my mom was in the kitchen and she picked up the phone and I heard her, say yeah he's in his bedroom let me get him for you and she walked over and she said hey there's somebody from disney on the phone from you and i was at that point where i was all like this has to be it i'm waiting i've been waiting so i ran to her room closed the door behind me because i didn't have a phone in my own room closed the door behind me and uh picked up the phone and i remember sitting on the floor next to her bed like kind of hiding so that nobody would hear because if it was a no conversation yeah i was gonna be super bummed and, uh, you know, the, uh, the recruiter offered me the job and I said, yes. And then I hear my mom on the phone cause she didn't oh. hang up, <laughs> tell everybody in the kitchen Aww. what had just happened. And I was like, That's awesome. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like just thinking about it now, I'm getting a little, a little teary eyed and excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's where it all started. It's for sure, man. Sure. One of this. I would not I would know be, you. Right. I would know you. We would not be having this conversation right now had no. that not happened. That's right. You know what? I feel like we would eventually have met. Yeah, probably. I, I had never been to Florida before, though. So mm. I would have had to have just had a crazy, like, I need to go to Florida. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, we probably would have and we probably would have just ran into each other. I think so. And been besties. Yay. And then um, Junkie would have shown up and ruined it all. Uh, this is great. What a yeah. great podcast. Yeah, it's good. Man. Uh, Sarah Graham wants to know, I like this, if you could choose just one attraction vehicle for your everyday real-life commute, what would it be? What do you want for your commute? I need efficiency. I need efficiency. I do a lot of driving. I can't. I would like safari vehicle. Not, not efficient not enough. Not efficient. Not efficient. Mm-hmm. I need efficiency. What about I do, one of the I have, I have a pretty cars system. from Test Track that I can design and actually have it yeah. be that? I need that because I, I do a lot of driving. So I need I need one of your like the ones that are way over into the green side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, ah. mm-hmm. Do you do yeah. a long commute, Rihanna, or can you use like a big guzzler? Well, I <clears throat> um, before Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be determined. Com- my commute was eight miles. Um, What's it going to be in the long. morning? What? What's it going to be in the morning? Like, how far Actually, are you? Down? Well, from the hotel I'm staying at, it's more like six miles. Hey, all right. Oh, there yeah. you go. Um, I have no idea where I'm going to end up, but it won't be that far away. So I could technically do a guzzler, but I don't have any interest in that whatsoever. I'm very. A safari vehicle? No, no. I 
I'm either on the far end of eco-friendly, let's get something that's a hybrid or electronic, or I'm like, I want something sexy. But even the sexy vehicles aren't that much of a guzzler, you know. And I'm particular to a standard transmission, so, yeah. I've I've came up with something else I want, but I would love Skipper go first, so go ahead, Skipper. Well, if I weren't, I mean, gosh. If I lived on the water and worked on the water, then I would probably say a jungle cruise boat because that just fits. But since I don't, uh, right now my commute is about 15 minutes driving. But I feel if I had an, a rocket ship from Astro Orbiter yeah, I just fly over everybody, that would be the best. That would and be I, good. And I would want it just like that, like open air, you know. All yeah. you can know is I can just control the up and down part of it. So <laughs> I'd have to like perfectly line up and just launch. Go! Land! Yes, I made it! <laughs> what I've decided I really want, though? A Dumbo! I really, I, I know. I really want to ride around in one of those poo honeypots. Just chill. Oh. My arm out the window. Sitting on the edge of the honeypot. Just like laid back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. And just, I, I think you would be the coolest. You ride around in a honeypot! That'd be easy like Sunday morning, baby. Easy like Sunday morning. I'm going to have to write uh, that song about driving in the honeypot. No, I'm, I'm good with designing a vehicle, a test track. But. The traveling salesman uh, said that Jim Hill apparently talked about soaring over fantasy at some point, a proposed soaring ride over famous Disney movies. What scene would you want to fly over? Every Alice scene. I think Lion King maybe, would be so awesome. Maybe some Princess and the Frog. Oh, that would I, be cool I would too. go uh, Whole New World from Aladdin. Yeah. I would just want to do that whole scene. If that's the case, like they, that's kind of what PhilharMagic has, and it is cool. Right? Yeah. I actually really like PhilharMagic. It's like, talk about yeah, no, great I do film. Too. Great film. Um, let's see. While they... <laughs> Mr. Monkey asks, while they fix your house, will they put up a will you put up a haunted mansion scrim? You know how they're putting that they put up that Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you put that up yeah. on the outside of your house or do, just a I would love to. big banner of your house? <laughs> no, I I think I think the haunted mansion would be awesome. Um but we're not returning there, so can no. I just like take the scrim with me wherever I go? All right. Uh Paulie had another one. He said, "With Rev- I love the way he phrases these. Um, with revelations of Melania Trump's plagiarized speech, do you think People Mover will ever be built again at Walt Disney World? They're so good. I I wanted to think so, but no, I think I, as a real, I love, I love the setups. Uh, I'm sadly going to say no. There's never going to be a People Mover made at Disney World now, and it makes me sad. They're going to do this damn Uber thing instead. Damn that Uber thing. I don't think that's like a tit for tat trade, but sure. Mm -hmm. Shannon uh, says that she knows Rhiannon likes Disney, but you don't. But why don't you like the Disney characters? Or is it just meet and greets you don't like? Oh, oh, goodness. No, no, just meet and greets. And no, I love the characters. Love the characters. I mean, I wouldn't have a. Disney themed office. Do you prefer you prefer to see them like in a parade? I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't really get that. Like I can understand. I have a collector's mentality, 
So I understand that if you are into the character meet and greets, that when they have those rarer offerings, um, whether it's those character paloozas or whether it's a special uh, hard ticket party, I understand that kind of like, oh my God, I'm going to meet this person. I never met them before. I get that because I am a collector, but I just, the whole meet and greet thing throws me because I cannot get past the fact there's a human being in that suit. Oh, and whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. I just can't. I, I feel like oh, I, yeah. my social anxiety just like gets super raised because I'm like, you're a human being looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot because I'm trying to talk to you like you're a cartoon character. What she means is the being. human being handlers that are sitting right yeah, now. Yeah, the yeah. The friend of... Yeah, that's person. what she's talking about. Clearly so, what she's talking about. That's who makes you feel uncomfortable. Fine. Your takeaway can be, audience, that it's me, not you. I have the issues. I can't see past things. I have certain stupid issues you guys are awesome. Enjoy your characters. I'm stupid. So. No, it's not that you're stupid. Well, Sarah Griffin oh, would like to know. <laughs> Sarah Griffin says, if you could pick a different character to fly over during Wishes instead of Tinkerbell, who would it be and why? Who should go over Wishes instead of Tinkerbell? I'd like to see it change a little bit. That'd be fun. Um, I'd say either the Blue Fairy or Fairy Godmother. i say Mater. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the worst. So, <laughs> get uh, it. God damn it! Before the um, what 60th anniversary fireworks, which now has Nemo, uh, kind of swimming above the castle in an underwater scene, they actually played uh, "Baby Mine" from Dumbo, and they Aww. had Dumbo fly. Yeah, that's. That would be perfect. I promise you, there was no. If you had a dry eye, you were a heartless bastard. You win the question. You win the question. So good. So basically, for your restaurant called Mother's, you're going to have elephant on the menu? Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. There you go. We had like two more left, then we're done. Um, You win the question, by the way, which that's two wins for you today. Really? He's killing off all the endangered species here. Still winning. There's still wins, though. They still count. Winning. Um, Nicole. I don't know if we've had Nick, Nick Stodash, Nicole, before. Welcome to the parade, Nicole. Um, unlimited trips for life on Disney Cruise Line with Castaway Key. Cabana included or Walt Disney World with Stay at the Polynesian. So you get unlimited trips. You're doing Disney Cruise Line or you're doing Walt Disney World. Polly, easy. Cruise Line, for sure. Uh, it's so difficult. Uh, cruise Line. Yeah. Oh, so great. They're both so great. Disney Cruise Line is just so wonderful. It's so good. And that cabana, oh my God. Just thinking about it. Wait, but wait. She did not say what level you're staying in. Who cares? You got the cabana, cabana, though. Okay. Maybe you don't care. I care. I am claustrophobic. If you put me on one of those inner rooms with no windows and it's like a. They have the fake windows with a Nemo swimming by. What the fuck out? And start punching walls and just run my way screaming through the hallways up into the deck where I will sleep next to the pool for the entire stay and hate everybody and somehow sue somebody for like pain and suffering. Hey Skipper, could you go ahead and erase the invitation to Rhiannon for the cruise coming up, please? Uh, That sounds terrible. Can you please upgrade your cabin to something with? Okay, first off, I've never stayed in an inner cabin, and I've only stayed with you know balconies overlooking the ocean. 
there. There you go. Yeah. Are you ready for the final Ask Sour Boner of tonight? Oh, my God. Please let it be the one that I hope it is. It is. It's <gasps> the best photo. We, Sorry, Mr. One Year at Disney. But <laughs> Shaylee has, who is Mrs. Shelator. Ms. Shelter. Ms. Yeah. Shelter. Mm. Single. She has posted a, a picture of her cat. Oh, God damn it. You fucking Oh, my up. God. Yes. She posted a picture of her pussy. I wasn't oh, going to say it. excuse you. But underneath a sour thunder. That was fucking brilliant. She's yes. So the cat uh, is wearing a sour boner uh Thong. And so this will obviously, this photo will definitely go ahead, hashtag SR Borner, but it's going to go up on the website, three o'clock. Is it also, by the way, our first Ask Sour Boner thong purchase? Yes. Yes. Mm. Well, I I am very proud to hear that the first thong went to a cat. It's awesome. God bless you. As it fucking should. Congratulations. Welcome to the parade. We love it. Congrats to your pussy. Yeah. I hope it purrs. Ooh, me too. I mean, with that sour boner. Yeah. Man. Can't, that thing's rubbing right up against it. It's perfect. It's now perfect. I don't even, how, Disney per, and Burr need some too now, right? How do you tra- how, how do I transition? Do I need a discount? How do I transition? Like part of this bullshit? No, I think we actually get charged extra. <laughs> Wait, what do you want to know? What? Do what? Did she get a discount because she's on the podcast? For Dizzy and Bird, so they can have their thongs too. Uh, is it actually no. an upcharge on that? Yeah, there's. Excuse yeah, me, that's... they live in a Hampton Inn right now. No, the least living, you could do is give them a the discounted underwear. They are already living the life. <laughs> um, speaking of living the life, any well, first off, any final thoughts before we move on to the final parade float? Which I am extra excited for because of the debut, but go ahead. Any nope. final thoughts this week? Fire away. Um, I would like Colin to throw another party with oysters and rum drinks that I can go to and not have a car go through my house. I can almost guarantee you that will happen. So, yes. <laughs> I will not speak for him, though. So, Colin... Okay. There it is. So is that a, is that that's a really a question to Colin? Yeah, I'd like that. Okay. I felt like I, I missed out. I, I, you know, I was sad I was not there. Yeah. I mean, granted, okay. Final, final thought. So this other party I spoke of that I initially was going to skip the monkey party to go to, then changed our minds, went to the monkey party, but then oopsie doopsie, shit happened. So I was in town, so I went to this other party, and it was the one-year anniversary, a.k.a. one-year birthday of my beer yes. bar. And so a bunch of my friends, we all went, and they were having the Beer Olympics. Oh. So we had a team in the Beer Olympics, and we fucking won! Congratulations! Yeah, way to yes. go! Congratulations. So, Edward Beer Hands, Shotgunning, Beer Sampling. Do you get to go to Rio now? Does that mean you get to go to Rio? No, we got gift cards. Which, oh, hey, that's cool, too. Yeah, that's that's cool, cool, too. Definitely so. cool, too. Congratulations. It's a big win. Thank you. Thank you. It's a big win. Um, 
I'm excited for my final thought is also the final parade float of the week. Last week we had an awesome song with Drink With All the Countries of the World by Rhiannon's Liver. Well, I recorded a song that was also written by Rhiannon's Liver, but I recorded it. And it's about... um, That I'm sorry. My desire... My desires. I will tell you that. It's about my desires. Oh, so gross. It's actually right. called... Everybody, hit pause now. <laughs> so the play it off left. is actually going to be me on the Swipe final float. Left. With the microphone in hand. Singing with my... All my... Everything I have. The final yeah. song of this so week. Which is... Um, a park that serves booze. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I wish I could make Iger understand. I just don't see things the way he does. I don't understand how a part that has such wonderful things could ban booze. Look at my life. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think that my pith hat's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the guy, guy who has everything look at your phone i tweet all day long how many retweets can one drunkie do looking around here you think sure he's got everything i've got lapus and back scratches aplenty a personal cooler with more you want a tervis i got 20 But who cares, no big deal, I want more. I want a drink where the castle is. I want a bar right there on Main Street, watching parades with a, what do you call it? Oh, right, beer. Castle drunkies would be so neat. Booze would be great at the haunted mansion. Drinking on pirates and the, um, what's it called? Oh, yeah, the train. A drink of some beer, a drink of some rum. A drunk at Walt's kingdom having some fun. Wish it could be. Why can't it be? A park that serves booze. What would I give if I could drink out on the wet way? What would I pay to spend a day with drinking hand? Back at Epcot, they understand they don't reprimand drunk at Disney bright young servers bars are plenty ready to pour and I'm ready to drink on the jungle cruise firework cocktails and finally answering when I take a leak why does it What's the word? 
burn. No, wait, wait, no, no. When's it our turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore that park while I'm drunk? Beyond seven seas. Wish it could be. Park that serves booze, please.